Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. If you're scoring at home, uh, hmm. this week's earworm is Allison by Elvis Costello. Just to let you know. Last week it was uh, Rome by B-52s. Uh-huh. Woke up in the middle of the night with it. Uh, now it's Allison by Elvis Costello. N- n- no to, idea why. Not to be confused by Allison Road by Gin Blossom. No, just not to simply be confused. Just simply Allison. Allison. My aim is true, which he says about 900 times at the end of the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a little confused about his aim. What are you saying about it? <laughs> where, where are you getting these? Where are you picking these up? I don't man? know. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I do have Allison in my uh, Spotify playlist, okay. but I don't know that I've heard it in a while. You going to take it out now? Yeah, probably, because <laughs> it drives me out of my mind. I can't. I can't. Uh, I mean, am I the only one that gets plagued no. by this no. all the time? No, sir. But but you're in oh. the unique position where you can create mm. the issue for others who are listening <laughs> yeah, to that, this now. That's true, and you're welcome. Uh, especially if you hate Elvis Costello, you're you're welcome. Uh, I actually like him. Do you like Elvis Costello? Yeah, yeah, it's good. yeah mm-hmm. good stuff. Uh, also, over the weekend, just to get it out of the way. Oh no! Uh, a couple of football notes uh, for uh, Keith. You got the Atlanta Falcons loss. He just showed me uh, the the roughing the passer uh, penalty that was called toward the end of the game. Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, it's another one of those. I think we have BYU that. had one of those a couple of weeks ago. Where they fun? called? Yeah, it, it pisses fun? me off. Yeah. I mean, where are you supposed to hit this guy? Where? How are you supposed to tackle him? I mean, we've talked about this before where, I don't know, do you put a mattress under him? I don't think that that would have made a difference in a this Casper case. A Casper mattress or a purple mattress. What do we do to soften the blow here yeah. for the quarterbacks? In case yeah, you missed it, we have the play. Let's see it. Look at this. This is Watch brutal. This. Turn, your ha- turn your eyes. Close your eyes. This is- okay. He's got him around the waist. All right. He brings him down. It's not like he slammed him to the turf. Honestly, he just tackled him. I honestly do not know what else Look at else that. He doesn't even bump do. his head on the ground I don't know what you do i honestly don't know what you do oh something's got to be done seriously that is so lunacy that cost the wow. falcons an opportunity to win the game they lost by six they were supposed Jeez. to get the ball that was third down they would have gotten the ball back dang and they had they had stopped them earlier on third down and uh, there was this little holding call they call it they mm-hmm. the refs were determined to give that game to the buccaneers and it worked yeah it sure did and Good i for them and 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 as i as, mean it is tom brady so they're trying uh, to be yes. careful with him but you can't even tackle the guy no you can't not in any way no flag football <laughs> you can't you can't hit him high cuz you yeah. might bump into his head you can't hit him low nope. cuz you might hurt his knees mm-hmm. you can't even wrap him up around the waist and bring him down cuz the era I, I don't of know flag why. football needs to begin it week does. six in the NFL. Either that or they need to stop with this insanity, Yeah, which yeah. is my preference, but they're not going to. Now, as a, as a fellow fan of uh, – have you seen the, the Ted Lasso show there on oh, Apple so TV? Good. So good, right? So, yeah. Roy Kent, he gets a TV uh, job, yeah. and they, they put him on the air and do some uh, analyzing of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't stop talking about this, you're going to be saying I'm the words be that he said. Roy Kent uh, giving okay. you uh, the huh. analysis of the Falcons Buccaneers game yesterday. Nice. <laughs> so I'm sorry, hey, but but Nebraska won. Oh Not, yeah, they beat the mighty uh, Rutgers. No, um, don't be doing that. Rutgers. No, they won. What are they? The Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights. Yes, that's what they are. It yeah. was a night and day. They were losing thirteen nothing and a half, one fourteen to thirteen. Their defense. 
Congratulations. Really stepped up. Something they could not have done three weeks ago under Scott Frost, I'll tell you that. BYU. Weird. Uh, did you think you would ever be saying that about no, Scott Frost? No, I did not. That's nope. really sad. Nope. But uh, Yeah, BYU blew an absolute e, golden opportunity e. to, to beat the Golden Dome people. Uh, they should have beaten Notre Dame, but they did not. So 28-20 if you're scoring that so I, at home. I, I saw the AP poll. BYU dropped out. Dropped out. And now James Madison is Bye-bye. ranked in the top 25. James Madison, good golly. Are they are they F, uh, FBS now? They're twenty five, so sure. Wow, they must be. <laughs> yeah, I guess they must be. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh huh. So yeah, BYU had a golden opportunity and just shot themselves in the foot. It was it was coaching all the way that lost that game. Mm. Uh, you know they've got a everybody claims and I believe it. Uh, we've got an NFL worthy quarterback, maybe even a first round guy again in Jaron Hall. So he throws up. We're down twenty five twenty. Uh, he throws a 27-yard pass, so it puts us in, I don't know, in Notre Dame territory. Mm. Run the ball into the middle four, four straight times after what that. Is, what is that. Why do you about? take it out of the hands of your NFL-quality uh, quarterback Sounds like you were set and up run for it four times? Field goal. I, yeah, well, from 50-some yards. But you're down five, right? Yeah, down five. That makes no sense. Yeah, stupid. It was stupid. They just, I, for some reason, they freak out, and they're like, we can't pass the ball anymore. Mm. So... Anyway, Arkansas coming up this week. Ooh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who does Nebraska have? Uh, this week is going to be, oh gosh, uh, Purdue, Illinois. Ah. Illinois is good this year. Jeez. Hang on. That's a scary it's one. It's 6.30 on Saturday. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Because I've got something else going on, and I'm mm. not so happy about that. Yeah, Purdue this week, then Illinois. Oh, Purdue. Okay. Mm. Winnable, right? Yeah, those are the two teams uh, that are just ahead of Nebraska in the uh, Big Ten West. Let's go! Wouldn't that be something if they won the Big Ten West? It would be ridiculous. That would be something. Huh. (laughs) Uh, Have they they given the job to the guy who took over for Frost? No, they're not going to? Mickey Joseph is just the interim right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's... Would you like to see him take it over? For now, he's my leading candidate. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, They're talking about Matt Rule, the... The Panthers coach. Yeah, and he used to be uh, uh, Baylor's Baylor, coach. Yeah. I, I'm, mm. I'm watching Carolina play. Yeah, that doesn't seem wise. No, it does not. Mm-mm. No, it does not. Of course, a lot of times these college coaches don't translate to NFL. But All right, so that uh, we got that out of our system. And uh, now, <laughs> yeah. now we got to get uh, Joe Biden into our system. Mm. More football talk. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather spend the day with that. But oh, more on trivia was correct. 4 and 0 now. Again. Vikings with the uh unbeaten defeat of the Bears, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unbeaten when Pats in the house. Unbeaten. Yep, yep. Uh so um yeah, he's Joe Biden. It's interesting to see Joe Biden count because he's done this <laughs> before and he did it when, you know, his brain I don't think was mush uh back what Oh seven, so, eight, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. So I guess he's always had a problem. He's with got a problem with numbers. Simple counting, which I I won't cast the first stone. Mm-hmm, but I'll still, let you do that. Come on. <laughs> Let's see what happened over the weekend. Okay. Let me start off with two words. Two words. Here we go. Made in America. <laughs> Made. Made in America. America. Two words. Let me. St- it's not that hard, people. Yeah, it it's really that not that hard. Big of a challenge. Let me start out with two words. Two words. Made in America. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Someone <laughs> online said, "Watch Merriam-Webster's dictionary 
change in America to one word. <laughs> that, that will happen. <laughs> that will probably happen. Get his back there. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is from 2008. We've played this for you multiple times. Look, John's last-minute economic plan mm-hmm. does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. A three-letter word. Three-letter word. J-O-B-S. Now, I'm not jobs. good with math. That seems jobs. like that's more than three. No, it's just three words. Okay. J-O-B-S. <laughs> he's good, right? Oh, he's good. He's so good. He's great. Mm. Uh, and let's go back to that speech from Joe over the weekend. And uh, there's this. Mm. You got over 200 and some people in the Congress who still think the last election wasn't fair, that it was stolen. I stole the election. Even though every major Republican judge in the Supreme Court said, no, no, there's no evidence of any of that. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What did he say there during that speech? What was it? He said something. You got over 200 and some people Wait, in oh, the no. Congress who still think <laughs> no. the last election wasn't fair, that it was stolen. I stole the election. Did we isolate him saying, I stole the election because we need to? <laughs> That's what I was going for there. <laughs> uh, well, you know, let's not worry about 2016 when everybody, including Hillary herself, said repeatedly that the election was stolen, that it was stolen by the Russians. The Russians did it. The Russians hacked the election and won it for Trump over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rasmussen uh, polling has come out and said, look, y'all, we can't really give you accurate polling because of the likelihood of fraud. Oh, wow. That's that's wow. stunning. Yeah. yeah, it is. Jeez. Meanwhile, the White House published this ridiculous chart on Friday, jobs created by the president. Uh-huh. Wow, I mean, they're just flat out taking credit for all the jobs that have been created <laughs> in this country. Uh, don't worry about the fact that most of these jobs just came back because the because we opened up jobs again and people could open up their businesses again after the pandemic. Wow. But they're taking credit for, um, what is it, 500,000 jobs a month? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 500,000, a little over. 500,000 jobs on average per month. I, this is that's just a flat out lie. So disingenuous with the lockdowns and all that stuff. They say yeah. Trump lost jobs. My gosh, the economy was booming until the government's decided it's time to lock down and and keep people from going to work. And look at how they make H. W. Bush look bad. Okay, then Clinton. Oh, he was a job producer. Then W. Bush looks terrible. Then Obama was pretty good, not as good as Clinton. Trump was awful. And look at Joe Biden. What a hero he is. Lie to me some more. Ah, jeez. Ah, agonizing. Uh, those aren't agonizing. created jobs, by the way. Those are just people finally getting to go back to work. Yeah, yeah. After the last year of Trump's presidency. Places like that gym in New Jersey. Remember that? They shut him down over and over and over again. Mm. The guys would come down and uh, take uh, uh, those like cutters to the 
locks that they put on the door. Oh, bolt cutters. Bolt cutters yeah. mm-hmm. and just cut them off and open it back up. They'd get in trouble. They'd be threatened with jail, fines, all kinds. Now places like that are open. Yeah, Restaurants re- are open. Yep. It, remind your friends when, when they're going to vote this fall, which party, which you know states were doing that? They were blue states. Those mm-hmm. were Democrat governors. Mm-hmm. The free states were the red ones. By and large, there were exceptions. Uh, but those mandates were, were from the left, predominantly. So just be sure to remind them. Yeah. Yeah, because they need the reminder. How quickly we forget. It's incredible. We don't have a good attention span in this country. Meanwhile, the uh, FBI assault on pro-life protesters continues. The arrest of this father of 11 is just really uh, outrageous. They, uh, The FBI, of course, arrested last week that father of 11, charged him with conspiracy Conspiracy against rights secured by the FACE Act and committing FACE Act violations. <laughs> Paul Vaughn of Centerville, Tennessee, uh, said in an interview that the FBI came to his door, guns pointed at the door, banging on, on the door of the house, yelling and screaming, open up, FBI. Ugh. When I opened the door and saw the guns pointed at me, I asked them what they wanted who they were looking for, and they said they wanted me. Mm. I had the kids in the yard uh, walking out to get in the car to go to school. I was about to take them to school, and there were other kids in the house. So seeing that the easiest path to de-escalation was me in handcuffs, I stepped outside and put an end to the ranting and the banging and the yelling. It's just absolutely outrageous. And this is the one where I think 25 FBI agents came, fully armed, you know, AR-15s pointed at the house and at the at the father of 11. But we live in a free country, y'all. Don't forget. Yeah. Boy, thank goodness we live in this free country. By the way, 11 more pro-lifers uh, were arrested late last week. <sighs> Amid accusations that it's targeting pro-lifers to silence and intimidate, the Justice Department announced... Yes, 11 more pro-life oh, activists. Oh, wow, look at there. Yeah, isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Now, they, because they violated the Freedom of Access to <sighs> Clinic Entrances Act for blocking the entrance of an abortion clinic in 2021. Now, when you see the video of this, it doesn't look like they're blocking anything. Mm-hmm. They're lined up on both sides of the hallway, and the cops are passing right through them, as are the you know people who who uh, wanted access to the clinic. Now, they say that abortions were successfully avoided for most of that day, but later on, uh, they got their abortion. Just mm, well, thank goodness. Yeah, thank gotta goodness. get the baby killing done. Right. Close, you got to get that done. Close of business. Um, it's apparently completely acceptable to block an access to a freeway uh-huh. or cut off access to huge swaths of a major U.S. city. Yeah. As in Seattle, Portland. But don't you dare get in the way of someone trying to get an abortion. Don't you dare. We'll show up with the FBI or a SWAT team or maybe maybe the U.S. Marine Corps. And uh, we'll burn your house to the ground. Kill everybody in it. Don't you dare get in the way. Yeah, baby baby killing is the people's business. And don't you... uh, Don't you get in the way of that. Now, is the rest of that story, does it talk about um, 
all of the fine folks who firebombed abortion uh, are pro-life. Uh, Gee, no, that's, there's no mention of that. Whatsoever. They don't have a follow-up there of, no. of all the Mm-mm. the guns ablazing and the pounding on the doors looking for people. No, that attack the threats. Yeah, like if abortion's not safe, neither are you. Uh-huh. That kind of thing. No, we yeah. haven't knocked on any of those doors. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's. I, I wonder if they just can't find those people. Maybe that that's must be what, what it is. is. They'd love to bring them to, to justice, but they just can't find them. Shoot. Where did they go? <sighs> it's unbelievable. And it's evil. And it it's, is. And it's dangerous. And my gosh, the future of this country. Do you expect good mm. things? I hope for good things. Did, did I go into a tunnel? Do I expect that? Did I go into a tunnel there? I was asking <laughs> yeah. you a question. Yeah. With, you expect really you good know, things? You know, AM radio, this? you can't hear it in a tunnel. Shoot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next time when I call you, I'll try not to be going yeah, yeah, through yeah. a tunnel. Yeah. Ask me that when I come out the other side of the tunnel. Will do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Let me tell you about Bank on Yourself. We've been brainwashed into believing the only way to grow our money for retirement is to risk it in the stock market, you know, with your IRA, your 401k. Those go up and down on the whims of, of the market. What you need is something that's been successful and has never had a, a downturn in 160 years. It's called bank on yourself. It's a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. The retirement plan, this alternative, has never had a losing year in over 160 years. Isn't that amazing? Guaranteed predictable growth in retirement income with no luck no skill or guesswork required. Your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. It's tax-free retirement income. You'll know what your tax rate will be in retirement because it's zero under current tax law, which protects you from the coming tax tsunami that's on the way. And maybe the best reason of all You'll know the minimum guaranteed value of your retirement savings on the day you plan to tap into them and at every point along the way. You can get a free report with all the details on how the bank on yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, and control of your financial plan. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash unleashed. That's bankonyourself.com slash unleashed. Unleashed. Hey, did you make it to the other side of the tunnel, Pat? No, it's a really, really what? long tunnel. You're still really in the tunnel? Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't hear you at all. Then how are you? Re- I'm just guessing what you're <laughs> asking me right now. But I really can't hear. Okay, my bad. All right. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It is weird. It's yeah. very weird. <laughs> very weird. Uh, did you see the former Obama economic advisor, Larry Summers, over the weekend? He says... Biden has failed us on energy. What? Wait. <laughs> That's outside what? the box, right? Yeah. That, that assessment. Huh. Look, we made a mistake by canceling the Keystone Pipeline. We made a mistake you by think? slowing down all kinds of permitting uh, activity. Wow. We made a mistake by being hostile as a country to uh, yeah. uh, natural gas. What? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Where did he get some giblets? I wonder. Where'd that come from? Yeah. Every now huh. and then, Larry Summers says some things that. Uh, yeah, he does. He tells the truth. Yeah. 
by the way, originally the Keystone Pipeline, after delay and delay and delay and delay, was ultimately going to be ready by first quarter of 2023. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's so way out there, right? 2023, the first yeah, quarter of 2020. Yeah, so it wouldn't have made even a difference uh, no. to our energy issues no. had the Keystone been allowed to continue. So <laughs> there's not even a way to quantify how it would have helped. Unbelievable. But so, you know what? Everything with the economy is is going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden's running the show. Let's not forget. Uh-huh. So okay. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. Uh-huh. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. That's mm. right. Yeah. So this would be. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. So there's a neat little way. There's a video going around showing how Joe Biden, with help from the Federal Reserve, can just fix things overnight, and it's pretty simple. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch this video. Here. Okay. Uh huh. He's just, uh, mm-hmm. he's making some changes. Oh, look, the little F oh. becomes an A+. Plus. The your, C. Your C- minus is an A+. Plus. A plus. Nice job. Look at that D-. minus. <laughs> A+. Plus. Look at this A. 41 becomes an A+. Plus. <laughs> oh, that's really smart. That's good stuff. That's how we're going to fix it. That's things. what he's doing. You just got to give okay. Joe Biden a Sharpie. Seriously, that's exactly what third. That's the kind of stuff they do. Like, we're not in a recession. The recession has nothing to do with two down GDP quarters. That had nothing to do with it. Really? Is, is that grade change video not the equivalent, I don't know if you have the White House chart again, of job creation? That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. Look at all these jobs we created. Right. Well, there are Same people thing. going back to work after the government-imposed lockdowns in various parts of the country. And look at look at the title. Jobs created by president. <laughs> Average well, our, per month. <laughs> Okay, the one thing they would tell you, even if the job situation is booming, booming, uh, that's not the, the president has very little to do with it. Okay, uh, so again, when things are terrible, president has nothing to do with it. When things are better, <laughs> he has everything to do with it. He he is the sole person responsible for gas prices going down. Which, by the way, he's still going up. What is the average? Oh no. National, oh. oh my gosh! It it's back up to three ninety one a gallon We're in hell. nationwide. Three ninety one. That reminds me, I gotta get gas. <laughs> and keep in mind, we're in autumn. This is, you know, this is a a downturn in in the way we drive our cars. Usually, it's less. The gas prices start coming down after the mm-hmm. summer because nobody's going on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. And remember, California. This is including Gavin Newsom saying, oh, we're going to end the uh, summer blend here early to help bring prices down. Uh-huh. How many blends do they have? What, isn't it like 17 or 18 different blends in California? And they always, and that's part of why gas prices are always so high there. <sighs> we're going to change the, to the winter blend right now, a little ahead of time. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you for that. What incredible relief we should experience from you changing blends. Ugh. No blends. How about that? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? How about, uh, I give you four blends. Uh, the the three regular ones that you get at the pump, the 87, mm. 88, 89, or is it 89, 91? Is that mm-hmm. what it is, right? Something and like then, that. And then the diesel. There's your blends. Right. Make it work. Diesel is racist, though. We just found that that's, out last week or the week true. before. Sorry. So we don't want diesel anymore. That's got to go. I don't know how many blends there are. 
It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of blends. I know that. Golly. No Insane. Thanks. No, thank you. I mean, California just has so many issues that uh, are self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fire danger every year. They won't do anything about the forestry, about the kindling that is there. They won't They won't clean that up. They won't do the burns so that it, you know, it doesn't have that much to burn when they're not in control of it. Same thing with the water, they, the reservoir situation and what they've done with that. Yeah, but how's the crime there? Crime's under control, right? Oh, uh, almost completely. There's really nothing for, going on in, in any of those towns. In Los Angeles yeah. or San Francisco. Which, by the way, did you see the FBI release crime statistics? And they omitted, uh, it was New York, L.A., San Francisco or something. Because Now, the bl- they're blaming. They're like, oh, there's a different way to calculate them now. Hey, shut up. And so, basically... They're not calculating in the overall number those major cities because the way they calculate them are, di- I don't know, it's a bunch of BS, but uh, I would love to see the difference in, in the crime rate in America if you put those three cities because that's the way it is with gun issues, right? Oh, yeah. You take out the blue cities, the progressive cities like New yep. Orleans, Chicago, There's New York. There's just a few cities, mm-hmm. if you take it out, are we have one of the lowest yeah. gun rates in the world. So. So, but you can't do that. You out of that tunnel yet? I wanted to ask you. No, not yet. You those, I'm telling you, you, it is a long tunnel. I don't know. You've been having a when banter. I'm coming out the other you've side. You've been bantering with me. <laughs> Are you that good at just guessing what I'm saying over here? Well, we've you know we've done this for a long time. You're together. a professional, yeah, but you're exactly. yeah. Don't yeah. Mm-hmm. That's impressive, dude. Let me know when you're out, and I'll ask you that I question will. about the future of America. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, us. Oh. Uh, uh, William Shatner said seeing Earth from space aboard Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin rocket was a profoundly sorrowful, sorrowful experience. Wait, it made him feel sorrowful? But it was one which inspired him to cherish the beauty of our, of our planet. Now, yeah. do we still have... Yeah, he was really into it. He was... We'll yeah, it didn't sound like he was sorrowing there, did uh-huh. it? Yeah, it sounded a little bit different. L- on the other end of the spectrum that. from sorrow. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, yeah, it didn't seem like sorrow to uh-huh. me. Yeah. Uh, but that's what he says it was. Uh-huh. In an excerpt from his new memoir, "Boldly Go: Reflections on a Life of Awe and Wonder," oh yeah, revealed that the 91-year-old star Star Trek star uh-huh. was struck with one of the strongest feelings of grief yeah. he had ever experienced. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh wait, is this? See if you think this is grief. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Carmeline. No No description can equal this. Yeah. Weightlessness. Weightlessness. Oh, my God. Oh, he's he's (laughs) sorrowful. Yes. Sounds like he's grief-stricken, doesn't it? Listen to that sorrow. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's a load of sorrow. Oh, baby. Yes. Yeah. It's so awkward. Oh, oh. oh wow. I can't believe this. It's so sad. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that that's not exactly how I sound when I'm grief-stricken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm unique in that uh, that's, that's uh, not necessarily grief to me. Sounds of sorrow. Mm-hmm. William Shatner. <laughs> I am above the earth. He says... 
<clears throat> I had thought that going into space would be the ultimate catharsis mm. of that connection I've been looking for between all living things. That being up there would be the next beautiful step to understanding the harmony of the universe. In the film Contact, when Jodie Foster's character goes to space and looks out into the heavens, she lets out an astonished whisper. They should have sent a poet. Mm. Uh, I had a different experience because I discovered that the beauty isn't out there. It's down here with all of us. Leaving that behind made my connection to our tiny planet even more profound. It was amongst among the strongest feelings of grief I have ever encountered. The contrast between the vicious coldness of space and the warm nurturing of Earth below filled me with overwhelming sadness. Every day we're confronted with the knowledge of further destruction of Earth at our hands. Mm, I'd no. Hate, I'd hate to hear him happy. I don't want to hear him happy if that's <laughs> No, <sorrow>. I know. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Yep. Uh, the extinction of animal species of flora and fauna, things that took five billion years to evolve, uh-huh, and suddenly we will never see them again because of the interference of mankind. It filled me with dread. My trip to space was supposed to be a celebration. Instead, it felt like a funeral. <laughs> well, if that's what you sound like at funerals, <laughs> wow. dude, <laughs> I don't know what to don't, tell you. I really don't. Don't get William Shatner near a funeral home. <laughs> it could get awkward. It could. Ooh. Yeah, it could. All right, 888 <laughs> more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. God. Weightlessness. Oh, All Jesus. All right, Carmen line. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the plates. A few tweets here uh, about the roughing the passer call <laughs> yesterday on Tom Brady by uh, the Falcons. The proper way to tackle Tom Brady is to slowly walk up to him and politely ask him to sit down hmm. so you can gently touch him on the shoulder pad. Oh, that's a good tweet from Sarah. Yeah, mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu's Invisible Bentley. Will those firebombed, uh, will those who firebombed the pregnancy centers pay for, pay a price for anything? No, of course not. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. They're doing humanity a service. Don't you understand that? Uh, Jimmy Dimples, dozens of feds to take down one pro-life dad. I wonder if they can top the record, Alberta, Canada's police said, when they shut down that church staying open during COVID. <clears throat> Maybe. Yep. Mm, I think the they're same. trying to. One of the same. <clears throat> From Holy Smokes, where did, where did all the fact checkers go on social media? If Trump tweeted the sky is blue, there would be a missing context label. I'm going to need a drink. <laughs> so I know it's hard to take. It really is. Yep. Uh, great point here uh, from that Chan. Uh, Mark, did a guy named Mark call or something? Yeah, Mark. Mark from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania called yeah. in to say 2 million people working two jobs before Biden. 7 million people working two jobs now. Holy cow. There's your job increase. Huh. Having to pay the bills during Biden inflation. Interesting. Comrade Snoobage, uh, bragging that people have to take a second or third job yep. due to Biden's inflation mm-hmm. isn't a good thing. There you go. Yeah. That is the key. Sure is. And from Jimmy James, 1883, where did all the... Oh, you already read that one. Uh, Adrian, though, tweeted about uh, Biden's 
Nord streaming the Keystone Pipeline before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, a little uh, a little sabotage on the Keystone Pipeline. Like, we just ended it. Didn't even have to blow it up. Yeah, just stop it. Yeah. Did you see the bridge um, that was blown up mm-hmm. in Crimea um, by a suicide bomber over the weekend? Um, there's actually footage of that. It was yeah. actually recorded. Watch the uh, lead truck on the right. Keep watching that. Okay. There's your... Oh, jeez. Bridge is out now. Whoa. Wow. That bridge connecting Russia to Crimea. Mm. Yeah, that's what did it right there. Um, is that the only one that connects the two? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's your lifeline. <laughs> because then there's another bridge, mm. a couple bridges that go off between Ukraine and Crimea. But that was the one that connects Russia. I think that's the only way in. Uh, Now, today, um, there's been explosions in Kiev and, uh, you know, the Ukrainian capital. And then Mm -hmm. they've blown up a bridge or something there. It's just been Mm. gross. It's escalating. Mm -hmm. Things are escalating. Uh, And and I think think Putin's getting a little more uh, desperate because... The Russians are actually, they actually seem to be losing right now. Uh, They're in full retreat in the areas that they took a while ago. Several months ago, they made some real strides and made some headway in Ukraine and and took a lot of the uh, area that is nearest to Russia. But now, because of the counteroffensive from Ukraine, they've been pushed back. And so I think they're pretty embarrassed to the point of humiliation now. And who knows what he's going to do when he gets really desperate. And of course, uh, there is a war in Ukraine, but have you seen what's going on in Uganda? In one week, (laughs) this is, uh, in one week, President uh, Museveni's son (laughs) offered to marry Georgia Maloney and to pay a bride the price of 100 cows. And actually tried to start a war with Kenya via Twitter and ultimately got fired from his post as Uganda's okay, infantry so, commander. So let's go through these. What was his tweet to the new Italian prime minister? What I would it? give her 100 Encore cows immediately for being fearless and true. Oh, okay. I got some okay. cattle. I'm, I'm driving, driving to, to the town. town. So he's, he's smitten. Now, he says, for my Italian friends, because <laughs> they maybe aren't familiar with this, these are Encore cows, uh-huh. oh, the yeah. most beautiful cows on earth. They are pretty cool looking. I know yeah. Europeans give girls things like flowers. They <laughs> like flowers. I've never understood it. In our culture, you give a girl you like a cow. I see. <laughs> All right. And he's giving her a hundred of them. There's a lot of uh, interest, Talk I would about say. generosity. Right. <laughs> I mean, she can't turn that down, right? A hundred cows? How could you? I'm in. And don't they look? They look cool. Yeah, look at they the do. Little horns and stuff. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, they're kind of like Longhorns here in Texas. Yeah, except the horns are thicker, thicker and about the same length, probably right. Close. Okay. From uh, who's from uh, somebody? Uh, yeah. So that's the son. Yeah. He's this is tweeting. the son, Mahuzi. Yeah. yeah. He's still tweeting. He can't stop. Right. Uh, it wouldn't take us, my army and me, two weeks to capture my Nairobi. Oh. All right. I think that's his son. I don't know. Yeah. And then someone replied, uh, sir, for the good of this yeah. country, stop tweeting. <laughs> yeah, stop tweeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. 
Yeah. So do we have an update? Is are there wedding bells? Uh, have not in seen Italy that. or Uganda. I don't think quite yet. Cal's I don't know. What, making a trip to. I mean, how, don't sleep on this right. offer. It's a hundred cows. You know what? Give uh, the <laughs> world another twelve months in these economic conditions, and maybe you should be taking them up that on that. Might be an offer. Mm. Yeah, that you just can't refuse. You gotta consider, <laughs> especially for a hundred. That'll last you a while. Yeah. Yeah, really would. you could freeze that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got to hope the electricity stays mm-hmm. on, though. Well. Then it's ruined. Then what have you done? Yeah. You got married for nothing. True. No cows. You'd have to put the meat in salt. You know, do it the old-fashioned way. Oh. Preserve it that way, which is not... It's not ideal. Or what is the word that Sue uses? It's, it's su- not suboptimal. Sub- suboptimal. <laughs> if you're salting your meat instead of putting it in the freezer. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Suboptimal. <clears throat> Saturday was a wild day for uh, PayPal, too. PayPal sucks. Wow. This I, have you seen what egregious. they've been doing lately? Oh, yeah. What they did My with the uh, gays against groomers. <laughs> shut yeah. them down. Shut them down completely. And then I didn't realize this until this weekend. I didn't realize Venmo was a part of PayPal. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know that either. Because Venmo did the same thing to gays against groomers. Okay. Are they owned by PayPal? I guess they're a subsidiary. Yeah, sure. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. So they backtracked now on a published policy that would have fined users $2,500 for spreading misinformation, claiming the update had gone out in error. This is as insane this is amazing. as it sounds. A, uh, AU, an AUP notice recently went out in error. Yeah. This is their claim. What here. is that? Acceptable uses and practices. So this is the okay. fine print when you sign up for PayPal. The stuff we don't know right? because we don't read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it included incorrect information. PayPal is not fining people for misinformation, and this language was never intended to be inserted in our policy. Really, wasn't it? Did the keys just magically uh, come on. press themselves into this right. word in these sentences? Our teams are working to correct our policy pages. We are sorry for the confusion this has caused, no. according to a spokesperson. Uh, so if you... The thing was, if you... They deem that you've given misinformation, um, say, yeah. on Twitter or yeah, wherever. Anywhere. It wasn't specific where. Yeah. So wherever they see it, they could go into your account and take $2,500 from you. Yeah. Look at this Keith Malinak uh, questioning the results of the 2020 election. We're going to take $2,500 from him. he's got a PayPal account. Everybody's got a PayPal account, right? Let's see. Oh, there he is. Hey, he already agreed that, that through the terms and conditions that mm-hmm. uh, we can take $2,500 out of his checking account if we see something online, disinformation. Screw you. I mean, this is horrific. And it's shocking the kinds of things that we've missed by just saying, I agree. Mm-hmm. Let me in. Yeah. I agree. Let me do it. I agree. Give it to me. And... Wow, they're going to give it to us because we have no idea what we've signed on to. Yeah. How many how many companies have policies, have things like this written into their AUP notices? Well, congratulations to PayPal for learning how the free market works because over the weekend there was severe and very quick backlash from the public. Which is why they're backtracking exactly. so hard. Exactly. They're backtracking because people were closing their accounts <laughs> saying, Oh, I would. Screw you, PayPal. I'm done. Right. I mean, it got to the point where people were reporting that that they, when you would go to, you know, uh, disconnect your account, mm-hmm. that like there was getting an error message, almost like they were either overwhelmed at PayPal or they decided mm. to take that page offline and you had to call and actually do it over the phone. Wow. Yeah, it was a, 
Yeah, I hope they enjoyed their Saturday up at the old, uh, PayPal Executive Ranch. So, not only are they uh, backtracking and saying, "Yeah, that's uh, you know that's a ba- that's bad policy." It's that the policy shouldn't have even been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't even intend for it to be there. Well, then how did it get there? It's weird, man. That's how to get there. The course reversal, of course, comes because mm-hmm. of all of this outrage. Good. Uh, and uh, here's what uh, a cryptocurrency entrepreneur said on Saturday. It's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love. Yeah, this is the guy who started it, yeah. And gave so much to. But PayPal's new AUP goes against everything I believe in. From, from one of the founders. Uh, a private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something they disagree with? Insanity. Uh, Elon Musk said, agreed. So that was powerful. That is. That's, not- mm, that's powerful. The policy update had appeared to authorize the company to pull a significant sum of money from the accounts of users who spread misinformation, (laughs) among other newly listed offenses. Oh, good. Insanity. Breaking the rule against misinformation and hate speech may subject you to damages, including liquidated damages of $2,500 U.S. per violation, (laughs) which may be debited directly from your paypal account that's this is, how it this is corporate esg wow just in a different form mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> or some might call it outright theft uh, yeah there there you go yep theft that's a good word write that one down wow just outrageous <laughs> you coming out of that tunnel yet oh, i have a question for you no no i'm still deep in it what is this yeah. are you in the channel um, what are we doing here i don't know i just i, I can't see anything because it's a dark in here when you get out mm-hmm. of there i have a question for you and i just want to get an answer so huh. let me know okay i sure will all right get right on that <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile we're going to take a look at uh some races going around going on around the country uh things like um mandela barnes mm. running against uh ron johnson ron johnson in wisconsin for uh, for the U.S. Senate, and apparently Mandela Barnes, uh, fairly recently, uh, 2013. Okay, well, so it was well within after. ten years, way after the 2008 mm-hmm. dust up, um, with Reverend Jeremiah Wright. But he he uh, actually said the man is brilliant. Apparently, <laughs> after a speech accusing Jeremiah Israel, right. After uh, after Jeremiah Wright made a speech accusing Israel of ethnic cleansing, mm. the man is brilliant. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, hot take. If you say so, <laughs> Barnes posted an Instagram photo of himself shaking hands with Wright <clears throat> at a small group dinner in Milwaukee in 2013. What's for certain is that the man is brilliant. Yeah. It was amazing to hear Dr. Jeremiah Wright speak this evening. Uh, okay, great. Barnes' comments could add to the perception that the lieutenant governor holds radical views that are out of step with the state voters. You think? Barnes' applause for Wright came years after the uh, his former congregant, Barack Obama, of course, famously cut ties with him in 2008. But this guy was still... Yeah. All over Jeremiah Wright. Yeah. And you remember him from GD America and, and of course, the... No, no, no. Mm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> Mandela Barnes was asked... Because remember he had that uh, tweet from 2017 when Steve Scalise got shot on the baseball field getting uh, 
they were practicing for the baseball game. The mm-hmm. Republicans were, mm-hmm. and so he's like, "Well, you know, he was Steve Scalise really took one for the team. I can't believe he's not against guns and all this stuff." And it was just, it was very distasteful. So I guess a reporter asked him if he should apologize to Steve Scalise, and here's what happened. Recently, Barnes came under new criticism after a 2017 tweet resurfaced where Barnes criticized Republican House Minority Whip Steve Scalise for still supporting gun rights after Scalise was shot and nearly died. Scalise recently called the tweet disgraceful. Do you owe him an apology? I'll tell you, does any lawmaker who ignores what's happening and decides to do nothing, I mean, they have, uh, those are the folks who owe families all across America, all across Wisconsin, all across the city Jeez. of Milwaukee. I believe that Ron Johnson owes people apology. The, the fact is what he supported was a violent insurrection. Well, it was a violent insurrection. Oh, okay, so we're throwing it yes. now to January 6th. We were able to wedge January 6th in there. Oh. There it is. Look at that violent insurrection. <laughs> I just threw up a little bit. Did you really? Mouth. Yeah, because of the violence there. Look at that. Look at that. Mm. I mean, I, I don't. So Steve Scalise I can't abide it. and Ron Johnson owe American families an uh, an apology uh-huh. for supporting the Second Amendment. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. These are some of the worst candidates of all time. And the thing that's shocking is that they're lieutenant governors in their state. Yeah. Whether it's Mandela Barnes or, or John Fetterman. And maybe because they weren't such high-profile races in the past, we didn't we didn't really know where they stood then. I mean, they're showing us who they are now, and I gotta believe Americans couldn't. I mean, they can't possibly vote for these guys, right? <laughs> please, please don't vote for these people. I I mean, you got Fetterman, you've got uh, Mandela Barnes. You've got Katie Hobbs. Yeah, we've got some good clips from her that are Oof. enlightening. Stacey Abrams. We've got a clip Stacey from her. Abrams. It's, it was a mm-hmm. busy weekend for Democratic hopefuls seeking higher office. And they're terrible. They are terrible. Can the American people not recognize terrible anymore? It's it's frightening. If these are the kinds of people we elect, we're going to get what we have coming to us. Let's see here. What is that? Uh, what's that? Uh, Rasmussen reports tweet that I uh, that I referenced earlier. That uh, look, polling is just uh, irrelevant at this point, since uh, since the issue of fraud has not been resolved mm. in our elections. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, we'll see. We'll play this. Katie Hobbs, uh, who is running against Carrie Lake, who is a great candidate. Yeah, Hobbs refuses to debate. Uh, will not debate her because she knows she'll, she'd get crushed. Yep. She'd get absolutely yeah, crushed. Yeah, and when you see these Lake. clips of Katie Hobbs, you'll see why she refuses to debate. Yeah, no question about it. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, we've got some John Fetterman uh, information oh, for you. Oh, good. Um, Do we have Stacey an update Abrams? on the thing on his neck? Does it have a Have we named it yet? I don't know. I don't think it's been named yet. No. We'll get into that. Uh, and lots more, by the way. Coming up. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. October 10th, Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So some schools are out today, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, some businesses closed. Not very many, but it's also um, in addition or maybe 
instead of in some areas. Mm -hmm. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes, Indigenous Peoples Day. Right. I love it. It's great. That's great. This is... Because, you know, obviously, Columbus, you know, mass murderer. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes, if you will. Incredible. You know what? uh, October 10th, Mm -hmm. 732 is an important day in world history. That's the day that Charles the Hammer Marteau, uh, as depicted on my shirt here, that was the day that Western civilization was saved from the invading Muslim forces uh, near Tours, France. I was just going to bring gonna that up. You're going to say that? Yeah. I'm just going to bring that up. And so up. what's yeah. been great is, is for nearly We're on 13, the same wavelength. Yeah, for nearly 1,300 years, Pat, <laughs> um, Western civilization, the trajectory has been mm-hmm. upward, upward, upward. You know, here there's been bumps along the way, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we hit the Joe Biden administration, and now we're on our way back to... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fortunately, there's some great candidates that are going to bring us back to reality. Oh, good. Good. Uh, like yeah, we got this uh, woman in, in Arizona running against Carrie Lake. <clears throat> if you've seen Carrie Lake at all, you know she's a great candidate. She's always challenged by journalists, by these news people, and she just puts them in their place virtually every time. Really, really a good candidate. Well-spoken. She knows what she's doing. She's uh, conservative. And she is trying desperately to get Katie Hobbs, her opponent, to debate her. And Katie Hobbs just won't. And maybe you're going to realize exactly why she won't here. Because she absolutely sucks. Uh, She was asked about abortion yesterday. What would the Hobbs administration's weak limit be for abortion access? If it's not 15 weeks, what is it? Give us a number. Abortion is a very personal decision that belongs between a woman and her doctor. The government and politicians Uh don't belong in that decision. We need to Mm. let doctors perform the care that they are trained and an oath to to perform. Give us a limit. So if an Arizona voter were to conclude from your previous answer that you do not favor any specific weak limit on abortion, would they be correct? I support leaving the decision between a woman and her doctor and leaving politicians entirely out of it. Oh, my gosh. Ah, these people are just downright evil. Give me a number. (laughs) Is it 40 weeks? Because because that's obviously her number. Um, 40 weeks, 41 weeks. Maybe you've you've gone a little bit over time on your pregnancy. It doesn't matter. Uh, You can just abort it up to and including delivery day, which is what she's saying exactly. Yep. Every time she dodges the question of how many weeks are acceptable, it, 21 weeks, if they're viable, you know, 25, 30 weeks, 35 weeks, what's acceptable? I believe an abortion should be left up to the woman and her doctor. <laughs> <sighs> God, I can't take it. Yeah. So do you believe all murders should be left up? To the person committing the murder and a doctor or uh, how does that work or, or is it just the murders of, of babies where do we draw that line or do you draw that line <clears throat> because apparently she doesn't okay but that's just one issue <clears throat> that's <clears throat> just the one <clears throat> issue <clears throat> i'm sure she's got a, a, a great answer on well i'm sure something like what school choice you want to you want to try sure. katie hobbs let's, on school choice let's try that 
And here she is on School Choice. expanded its empowerment scholarship account, which gives vouchers to students to attend private schools. Because remember, they just changed it, the funding. It's known also as School Choice. School Choice. Why do you oppose it? Why do you oppose school choice? It does harm public education. It, it takes public. education dollars directly out of public schools and puts them into the hands of, of private schools <laughs> uh, at, at the expense of, of public school students. This does not create real choice for everyone. Mm. Um, it's inequitable choice. Because remember, Arizona is bold. Arizona has it now where you can take mm -hmm. your money that you pay into the school system if you want to homeschool your kids or send them to a private school. That money that would go into those public schools are now going to school choice for your kid. And she's saying, no, this hurts public schools. We'll make them better then. Oh, my gosh. The money stays with the student. Yeah. Novel concept, right? As it should. <clears throat> As it should. So I can't. Uh, obviously, she can't. can't she can't you, debate Carrie Lake. Can't sell you on Katie Hobbs. No. She had this other long meandering answer with that same guy who said, "What's one thing that the Hispanic community has taught you?" You know. One, oh, and she couldn't. One third of Arizona is <laughs> Latino, and she just—I mean—it went on for like two minutes, and he, and he kept saying, "So is there one thing? Ah, uh, you know, I just love all Arizonans and stuff, and." <laughs> anyway, I just, they're good. So, so bad. Ugh. She would be destroyed by Carrie Lake in a debate. She's wise and, to not debate. Yeah, oh, yeah, she is, because she's ahead. Uh -huh. At least last I saw, she was up by one point. She, uh, so it's virtually tied, because you got the margin of error there, plus or minus three points or whatever. So she was up, I think, 48-47 in the last poll I saw. But Who was, Katie Hobbs? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's unreal. It's really unbelievable. Then we got Stacey Abrams running for governor of Georgia. She Run, wait, running for re-election of governor? Yes. She, right. Yes. Re-election. Because okay. she she's won. of course she won. Yeah. <laughs> Election fraud, of course, which you was acceptable to talk about then. <laughs> uh she was asked about voter suppression by Shannon Bream on Fox News Sunday, and that uh Shannon Bream. It, that's her show now. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. She was promoted to that Fox News a few months ago. Uh, here's what she had to say. But the direct quote from his ruling says no evidence that a voter couldn't vote, experienced wait times, or was confused about voter registration status. And, it, and I know the issue here for you is voter suppression. So let's look at the numbers in Georgia. The last gubernatorial primary versus now, there's a net increase of 763,380 voters. Wait. That sounds like the opposite. <laughs> Voter suppression is not about turnout. It's about the barriers and obstacles to access. And that's one of the other conflations I think is very important that we distinguish. Voter suppression exists when there's difficulty registering, staying on the rolls, being able to cast a ballot and having that ballot counted. And in the state of Georgia, we adequately proved and more and more voters have experienced difficulties with no. doing so. No, because there's more voters. You can spin that, spin that anyway. I know it's not a, it's not about getting a lot of voters. It's about voter access. That was what dumb. do you mean? What I mean, that was their argument was the access leads to more voters. Yes, that was their whole argument. Oh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Governor Kemp made Jeez. sure when he was in his role with the election people uh, that he would get uh, the voters off the bat off the uh, rolls. Mm -hmm. And so Shannon Bream's like, yeah, the, you got like plus seven hundred and sixty three more thousand more voters in Georgia. It seems like the opposite. Well, 763,000 more. Yeah. It's it's amazing that they can still claim somehow they're still making the point. No, that's voter suppression. 
No, it isn't. Uh, no. <laughs> You're not suppressing the vote when 763,000 more voters are voting. <laughs> wow. They had record numbers in the last Georgia election. Yeah. And they're still claiming suppression. And now, now let's just say. <sighs> wow. Somehow. Let's just say somehow. Stacey Abrams is declared the winner this fall mm-hmm. in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And there is some evidence that shows that, you know, let's take a closer look at this. There's some issue here I have with how these votes were counted, or let's take a look and see what happened at uh, Phillips Arena and all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. With the counting of the votes. Then all of a sudden, you go into election denier mode. I mean, they flip, they turn on a dime, and it's yep. so disingenuous and so obvious. How could how could you, in good conscience, vote for any Democrat at this point? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But somehow it happens. Grover Cleveland. Somehow it Last happens. Last electable Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> And that was a while ago. A little bit. A while ago. A little ago. bit ago. Well, Jeffy knows. That was the last, uh, right, last right. Democrat he voted for. <laughs> and now uh, we've got information on John Fetterman's schedule as a lieutenant governor in Pennsylvania. You know, in his campaign for the U.S. Senate seat, he takes credit for reinventing Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor's office. He's transformed it from a political pit stop into a bully pit from which he's advanced progressive causes, he says. Uh, Records from Fetterman's four years in office, however, offer kind of a different portrait of his time (laughs) in the $179,000 a year job, which is why he doesn't need the $54,000 from his parents anymore. Uh, They show Fetterman typically kept a light work schedule and was often absent from state business, including presiding over the state senate which is one of his chief duties, according to uh, the Associated Press. Now, this is before yeah. the stroke. Mm-hmm. This is pre-stroke. So so I don't want to hear, well, he was at a doctor's appointment dealing with his health issues. Right. Shut up. Uh, the review found that Fetterman's <clears throat> daily schedule was blank during roughly one-third of workdays from January 2019, when he took office, to May of this year, when he suffered the serious stroke. So it doesn't include anything post-stroke at all. Even on days where his schedule showed he was active, a typical work day for him lasted between four and five hours. Hmm. That's that's a good gig if you can get it. Yeah. Fetterman's campaign didn't explain the gaps in his schedule. In a statement, his spokesman, John Calvello, uh, said that this report is a misleading and inaccurate reflection of John's actual schedule that totally fails to capture the breadth of his <laughs> official work and his accomplishments. Oh, let's get a list. <laughs> Fetterman didn't respond to interview requests, but he said in a statement that he's, quote, shown I can have an impact beyond the prescribed power of a given office, unquote. <laughs> No, I don't think you have shown that. Wow. In fact, I think I think you've shown quite the opposite. Uh, and then, of course, there's this. Can this administration right now guarantee? It- no, it's not that. Mm, mm. It's more like oh. this. And the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. No. 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 <laughs> Still undefeated, by the way. The Eagles? Yeah. 
Holy cow. Only undefeated team. Wow. 5 and 0. Stu must be psyched. Well, I mean cuz they're better than the Eagles. Well, yeah. The Eagles being better than the better Eagles. Than the... No. No. <laughs> if he gets elected, how are we I'm here? telling you we're done. How how We're done. How are we here? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like we've chronicled our entire careers <clears throat> in talk radio the 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 slouching toward Gomorrah as uh Raymond Bork titled his book. But I mean, this is this is insanityville. It is. Yeah. It's something <clears throat> just a few years ago you could not conceived of it. You could never have guessed that we'd be in a position like this where people who are just incapable of serving in the office and it's so unbelievably clear that they're they're compromised mentally and it doesn't matter. They get elected anyway. I, I can't remember where I said this. I don't know if it was on another show or whatever. Did I say this on the air where I was like, how have we gone in two decades? Do you remember the summer of 2001 before 9-11 happened? We mm-hmm. were arguing about tax cuts and mm-hmm. Bush was sending a rebate in the mail and I, we couldn't believe the Democrats were like, this is irresponsible. and this That was what we were debating. And yeah. it was frustrating then that we had to have an argument about getting money back from our paychecks. Mm-hmm. And now we're arguing about how many genders are there? Should this guy, this 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 invalid, be elected to the U.S. Senate? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is irreparable. Should, should the invalid in the Oval Office continue the, to occupy it? Exactly. <laughs> That's really amazing. It's madness, man. Mm. You out of that tunnel yet? I got a question for you. No, you, not yet. Not yet. We're going to run out of showtime. How, pretty how, soon. Pretty what soon. What tunnel I be, are you in today? I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but uh, it's really long. It's long <laughs> and it's dark. Believe me. Yes, it is. That's a nice metaphor for this country right now. So. Meanwhile, uh, Dr. Oz spoke at a private fundraiser in uh, Southern California. His campaign apparently thought, it, uh, this is according to the Mediaite article. His campaign apparently thought it was a good idea for him to do it while standing in front of one of Adolf Hitler's old cars. Oh my gosh. He was at a history museum. <laughs> they try so hard. <laughs> Stop. Stop. They've got to smear him somehow, mm-hmm. some way. Uh, and so I guess because he was at a museum and you could see one of Hitler's cars behind him, wow. that must mean yeah. what? He's a Nazi? Okay. He's and, a Nazi sympathizer? And what party is he in? Uh, the Republican and Party. And what have the Democrats been warning us mm-hmm. about? The fascism coming out of the Republican Party. There you go. White supremacy. There it is. There it is, rearing its ugly head I mean, once look, again. Not even shy about it. No, they they don't care. Took the mask off, didn't you, Dr. Oz? <laughs> so pathetic. I do need to follow up on the puppies, though. <clears throat> Just saying. Yeah. Uh, if you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that uh, is. It's a big challenge right now, and it's such an important investment for you. You want to sell your house quickly and for the most amount of money. Um, and you need a realtor who can help you make all the tough decisions. Should you repaint? Should you remodel? Should you just at least change the countertops in your kitchen if you've had it for a long time? These are the kinds of uh, things that your realtor can steer you in the right direction of. Real estate agents I trust is Glenn's company. He had his team fully vet all of these agents across the country. And if there wasn't somebody who was really exceptional in a certain area, we just didn't have an agent in that area. <clears throat> but there are something like 1,500 of them nationwide. So chances are really good you're going to be able to find one in your area to suit your needs. Whether you're buying or selling or doing both, 
because you're relocating. Real estate agents I trust. This, these are the people you need to turn to. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Uh-huh. Some tweets. Defied to the end tweets. I really want to hear Fetter Woman's pick for the Eagles game in week six. Oh, no. Well, considering, you know, that, um, hmm? that the Eagles are better than the Eagles, uh, no, it's, no. it's tough to say. Uh, and the Eagles uh-huh, are so much better, so much better than, than the Eagles. Yeah, that, so that's, I don't know. Who do you pick? Yeah. Who do you pick? So no. Is that, do the Eagles have the Eagles on their schedule next week? Is that? <laughs> oh, it's Cowboys. Oh, wow. It's a big, big week for them. Uh, also from Devin Crossley, locked out of, locked out of truck, but at least I have Pat Gray unleashed. Oh, to no. listen to while I'm locked out. Good luck. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, Mr. Sean's tweets, but they aren't indigenous people. Most of them came across the Bering Land uh, Bridge from mm-hmm. Indo-Asia. They came in waves, See? and later, later waves killed off the previous waves. Right. See, so that's a fact. Yep. From Frank Johnson, how? How there be any voter suppression when even dead people can vote? Yeah, it's a good, good question. <laughs> it's a really good question. And uh, from Jimmy Dimples, can Americans recognize terrible anymore? I don't know. Lately, anyone decent has been so rare, it's been hard to gauge. Yeah, <clears throat> and anybody decent that decides to run and, and get into public service gets mm-hmm. destroyed by the media. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, th- this is... Fascinating because uh, PBS just did an interview with Cory Bush last week. Cory Bush is one of the big radicals in Congress. She's a lot of times with the uh, the squad, uh, and she's a socialist, essentially, just like AOC. Uh, but she was speaking about abortion. In fact, her abortions, I believe she's had two. And uh, listen to what she had to say about those abortions. Absolutely fascinating. Years later, when you were 19, and you chose to have an abortion, you went to an abortion clinic. At this time, you were enrolled in university. You had started Harris Stowe State University, mm-hmm. and you got to the clinic and had second thoughts. Yes. Hmm. Walk me through yeah. what happened. So I, I was thinking back to the first abortion. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've done this before. You know the rooms. You know what it looks like. You know what it feels like in in this place. You know what to expect. You know um, that you may experience even some harm or some racism in this in this space. Wait, like what? I thought I was ready mm. because you had experience um, because racism I, previously. I had. Okay, but she's thinking <clears throat> because of her previous experience that in the abortion cl- clinic you might experience some harm or racism. Huh. At a Planned Parenthood? You mean that was specifically founded for that purpose? To cause blacks harm and racism? Hmm. That's fascinating. All right. Uh, tell us more. So I thought I was ready. And I went in 
And I went through all the steps because they were like, <clears throat> you, it's almost like an assembly line. You know, you go from room to mm. room. Weird. And I got into the last room. Mm. I, I was helped up onto the table mm. by the nurse. Okay. And I laid there and I started to think, well, one, I didn't tell the father <clears throat> that that was about to happen. Oh, wow. Um, I, and I just, I just felt like I needed more time. Okay. So I said, no, you know what? I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. And the nurse just, you know, wouldn't listen to me. And I said, no, I'm not ready. And as I'm saying no, they continue to pull the instruments and, you know, get everything ready. Mm. And, right. and it was just like, no, calm down. You know, no, you're going to be OK. So you were telling them that was, you didn't mm. want to move forward. Yes. Mm. And they were ignoring. And they're they moving were, forward. Oh, they absolutely anyway. ignored me, uh, huh. even to the point of, you know, like calm down as if I was wow. the problem. And so I didn't really know, huh. like I, I didn't understand at that point where, uh, my, like where I had a voice, like who listened to me. And so I remember mm -hmm. laying there looking to see um, if there was someone else in the room that would, that would listen to me. My gosh. And the, they ended up putting, during this time they put the instrument inside me and started oh. the instrument. Wait, what? So it was, and I'm saying no. So she's looking around for somebody to help her. Looking around is, do I have an ally in here? I'm saying no. Oh. I don't want the abortion. They just put the instrument in it anyway. Uh, that is unbelievable. But it was too late because you couldn't right. stop once. Right. Once, it's, it's once you start. Yeah. Why do you think they didn't listen to you? The same as as other times where I haven't been listened to by a provider um, or medical staff. You know, I was Why? a young black woman, you know, mm. I. And you're at a Planned Parenthood clinic where they're trying to eliminate black babies. And they're succeeding at unbelievable rates. She just described a rape abortion, a forced. What is this? Communist China? Where you've gotten a forced abortion? She says, no, and you do the procedure anyway? Why isn't this all over the news? Are you kidding me? They, they rape aborted you? That is unbelievable to me. That is as racist as it gets. And how can she still support these groups? I don't know. I honestly don't know, but she does big time, of course. Even after this situation, even after this experience where it was horrific and nobody supported you, they wouldn't listen to you because you're a, a young black woman. Wow. What an indictment against these abortion clinics. Wow. But it's going to be completely ignored. Completely ignored. I bet you people won't have Corey Bush uh, on their interview shows in much anymore they don't they don't want to hear that story this is pat gray unleashed hey some new halloween flavors at kexi.com you should go there and use the promo code the jeffy all right and you'll get 18 18 percent off i do like 18 percent. yeah I, I like licking mummies yeah as you know Okay. Well, so, this is a perfect opportunity. Yes. We have the new mummy yes. Nutella. That's what I was hoping. Do you like Nutella? Yeah, oh, I do. I love that stuff. I do. 
It's in the middle of this particular uh-huh. oh, cookie. Oh, it's in the middle? It's in the middle of the cookie. It's so Bro. delicious. And the new butter beer, if you know, it's, it's Harry like the Potter. Harry Potter thing. Like that too. Uh, we also have the uh, cinnamon roll, which is back and better than ever. And of course, all the favorite flavors like uh, salted caramel and chocolate chip and the Texas sheet cake. Again, the Jeffy is the promo code you put in at kexi.com. K-E-K-S-I.com. Uh, <laughs> all right. Got this, um, you know, if you just eliminate guns, okay. there wouldn't be any more crime in America. I think we all agree on that, right? If you, if you can just get rid of the guns. I've heard people make that case. Yeah, yeah, I have too. Mm-hmm. And of course, we all believe it. Duh, okay. Get rid of the guns. Well, a man, eh, maybe it's not so true because a a man charged with a brutal mass stabbing on the Las Vegas Strip. This is horrible. That left two people dead and six injured. Could have been anyone. Of course, is a uh, Guatemalan who's in the country illegally. Yanni Berrios has a criminal record in California, but immigration in Customs Enforcement, or ICE, had no record of him at all before this brutal stabbing attack. Yeah, because California's, you know, they've got a bunch of sanctuary cities. It's a sanctuary state. And you certainly don't want to disparage somebody who's in the country illegally, right? You don't want that. He faces two charges of murder and six counts of attempted murder. Be in Clark County Court next week. Barrios' victims included eight people, and the attack occurred before 12 p.m. Uh, near the Wynn Las Vegas Hotel. Jeez, just really sad. Really sad. Happened in broad daylight. Unbelievable. And, you know, the defenders of illegal immigration will say, Oh, we got plenty of, we got murderers here, too, that kill people. Why is this such a big deal? Because here's a situation where we don't, Need Guatemala's murderers, too. Hmm. Okay? We got enough of our own. <laughs> yes, we do. We didn't need this guy. Here's people who would have been alive had this guy not been in the country illegally. Yep. Ah, it's agonizing. Meanwhile, uh, defiant, um, defiant people in these liberals uh, who just don't make any sense found this tweet. Uh, Defiant Els found a oh, tweet yeah. from last year from uh, I love New York Mayor Eric Adams. I love it when they do this. Who tweeted out, I mean, this is amazing. He tw- located, Last year he tweeted out, we should protect our immigrants. Yes, New York City will remain a sanctuary city <clears throat> under an Adams administration. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, that's powerful. And then... Um, what, on Friday? He tweeted this on Friday. Yeah. The 7th, so yeah. that was Friday. Yeah, so Daily Wire then tweets out mm-hmm. uh, his change in policy, apparently. Eric Adams declares a state of emergency over New York City's immigrant crisis. We have not asked for this. <laughs> no, you really did. <laughs> no, you did by becoming a sanctuary city. Sorry, but you did. Yeah, don't be hating now, Eric. There was never any agreement to take on the job of supporting thousands of asylum seekers. Wow. Wow. Well, wait, either you're a sanctuary city or you're not. You signed up for this, bro. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. (laughs) Don't be hating now. And see, this is, you know what? This is liberalism in practice, right? 
when 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 you <clears throat> yes. when you actually try to apply what you're saying mm-hmm. and what you're you know this this rosy picture that you paint all of a sudden they it, don't like it yeah and it collapses in on itself <laughs> send more send Incre- more yes. what, you know keep doing it obviously DeSantis has been a little busy with the hurricane and the and the aftermath of that which by the way you notice there's been no criticism he's done such a great job that that they have tried and they have failed at trying to make him look bad yeah except he was too prepared yeah and he's already restored uh electricity to almost 100 percent of florida so he did yeah well cool. he did himself well, yeah cool. he was out there on the poles that's good that's good yeah on the line Maybe he's ted a cruz, lineman ted cruz can learn a thing <laughs> or two or two from Ron yes DeSantis then, yes right well that's what happens when you stay in your state and you don't go to mexico on vacation <laughs> you, there you stay go. there and you restore power to your so, neighborhoods so as things <clears> you know slowly get back to normal for the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Maybe Ron DeSantis can, you know, get a few more of those charter flights mm-hmm. taken care of. Yes. Um, oh, did you see so. an, another bus? And I don't know where this came from. Probably Texas. Uh, pulled up in front of the vice president's house again last week. <laughs> so that's fun. That's always fun. That's so great. So, yeah, I think Martha's Vineyard <laughs> and uh, New York City are waiting for some more flights there. Fantastic. Governor DeSantis. Well, Martha's Vineyard can't st- They can't tolerate another 50 people in their community <laughs> martha's vineyard just uh they can't be bothered with another 50 people that's just overwhelming to them so they're gonna have to send them somewhere else you know i mean it's not that we don't want them here we do uh-huh. we just have no place to put them no place at all in these thirty thousand square foot homes i would contend that uh, at least in the case of new york city uh-huh I've seen how many people are moving out of that joint. Mm-hmm. So I think you have plenty of space for these illegals. Yeah, I think so. Right? To kind of replace all the people that have moved to Florida. Yeah, no question. Texas. And places where there's still some common sense left. Uh-huh. But uh, mm-hmm. no, isn't mm-hmm. it fun? I it's think fun. it's fun. I like it seeing is fun. them scramble like this. And uh, it's one of, the, one of the best political ideas ever. Ever. And it was. I... I think wasn't it abbott that started it he started it right and then desantis kind of picked up that's my understanding yeah was he was the first uh also a violent sex offender has been awarded more than two and a half million dollars in legal fees after suing the state for withholding gender affirming care while he was incarcerated and he was incarcerated because he sexually abused a 15 year old boy oh hmm so this guy is in prison in Idaho, right? Uh, yes. Because yes. of sexually abusing a 15-year-old boy. Yep. And while he's in there, he wants he wants sex change, and he forces the state to pay for it. Adri Edmo, formerly known as Mason Edmo, hmm. first launched a lawsuit against the state of Idaho and the State Department of Corrections medical provider um, after being denied in 2017 the uh, gender surgeries that he wanted in the lawsuit edmo had sought access to a legal name change gender appropriate clothing and gender affirming surgeries huh if you're affirming your gender i'm going to say it again (laughs) yeah if you're affirming your gender okay then you're staying the gender you are and you're affirming that so no surgery necessary yeah i i'm going to call bs on this gender affirming thing i don't think you know what that means Anyway, <laughs> he was housed in a male prison at the time. How terrible. Because he had you a know, thing. You know, because he's 
I don't know, a male. He had junk. How dare you house a male mm-hmm. in a male prison? Mm-hmm. He also demanded a transfer to a woman's facility. Oh. So in 2018, a judge ruled that he was at risk of irreparable harm without the surgery and ordered the state to pay for it. Why Why would you ever have to pay for a sex change operation for a prisoner or anybody uh, from your from taxpayer dollars? What, how could that happen? Why would that happen? Why are the people of Idaho responsible for your medical bills? That's unbelievable. That really is something. So the state appealed with one of their lawyers noting that the medical professionals treating him agreed he didn't qualify for the surgery due to his uncontrolled mental health issues. Hmm. The state's lawyer also said that Edmo had refused to participate in therapy to help prepare for the procedure. The appeal was unsuccessful, though, and Edmo received his surgery and was subsequently transferred to a women, women's prison in 2020 to serve the remainder of his of his sentence. So he got the surgery. He was released last year. On Monday, Judge Windmill awarded... So mm-hmm. not only did he get the surgery, not only was he transferred to a women's prison... Okay. Not only was the name change okayed, he was also awarded $2.5 million in legal fees and court expenses. Wait, the state paid for his his medical procedure and apparently all of the legal fees. And now you're going to give him $2.5 million in legal fees that I don't think he paid. Wow. Wow. But this is a wow. This is a crazy far left radical state, like yeah, Cal- like Idaho. California. Yeah, like oh. Idaho. Okay, <laughs> crazy far left Idaho. Oh. Oh. Judge Windmill lowered the attorney's original request from two point eight two million. Oh, so he he just wanted to be reasonable and only gave him two point five eight million. Tell you what, I can do. <laughs> I got a uh, hang on. I got a uh, yeah. Here we go. I got a promo code I can punch in for you and. Let's see if oh, this uh, okay, helps that'd out be great. any. Let's see. Yeah. So, so you want the two point eight million? Yeah. Let me try this code mm-hmm. here that I've got. Okay. All right. Two point five million. What do two, you think? Two point five eight. Two point uh, five. And eight. I might agree to it. <laughs> God, this is a nightmare. Jeez. I I don't understand our world right now. It's completely upside down. It's never coming back to. It's never going to be back in phase where you can understand it. I'm afraid. Ugh. I fear that. I hope that's not true, mm. but it doesn't look oh, good right now. I have now. a question for you. If you're out of that tunnel yet, <laughs> I, have a... I just I just came through the tunnel. Oh, oh good. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what does the future look like for America? What do you think? Oh, uh, it's bright. It's, it's so bright. bright. You're gonna have to wear shades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. good. Yeah. So, buy yourself some really nice sunglasses. Wow. Thanks for restoring hope. I hugely was, bright. I was yeah. Careful of where you would go with that no. answer. And no, no, you needn't be. Good I'm things. an optimist. Good things ahead for America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear it. You mm-hmm. put me at ease. Good with that response. Good. But have you figured out what tunnel you were in that took you two hours to get through? It's called the big tunnel. It's uh, oh, the yeah, big. the big tunnel. Wow. 
Okay. Because it was really big. It took well, me like an hour and a half to get through it. Was there traffic in there? It's a big just... tunnel. No. No. <laughs> You're, it's just a I really long tunnel. I know how fast you drive, too. <laughs> wow, that is a big tunnel. So long. Let me tell you about Omega XL. Because uh, we got all kinds of joints in our bodies, down our vertebrae, into our backs, our arms, hips, knees, feet, all of that. And sometimes they get inflamed and you develop some pain in those joints. That's why I started taking Omega XL, because of the science. Uh, when we're young, our bodies produce SPMs, nature's way of keeping our joints healthy. But as we age, we don't produce enough. And so that's where Omega XL comes in. It can restore your SPMs, rejuvenate your joints, and just make you feel better. It calms down that inflammation, and the pain goes away. It took about two weeks for it to completely go away for me, and uh, it's just it's great. It's all natural. You're not going to become addicted to some drug. Um, your body won't become dependent upon it. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy your first bottle, they'll give you a second one for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or 800-844-4888. That gray is unleashed. Is it amazing how many non-binary trans stories there are every day? I mean, yep. seriously, every day it just gets more and more bizarre. Yeah, and and careful with the kids. I mean, we, we just if we run out of ways to destroy the next generation, we just invent ways like through this. But they did this study, um, this longest follow-up study mm-hmm. of uh, transitions. Uh, <coughs> it was published in 2011, and it spanned over 30 years, or spanned for 30 years. And it showed that the suicide rate was 10 to 15 years, uh, the 10 to 15 years post-surgery was 20 times higher than the general population. So if you're going to let these kids get the sex change operations, just be prepared. They're 20 times, 20 times more likely to kill themselves. Oh, my gosh. Than the general population. Gosh, darn it. But you don't hear about that, do you? No, you don't. And that was a long study. I forgot how many youths they tracked on this, but it was... Well, you said 30, 30 years, though, right? Yeah, for 30 years. But I don't know That's how crazy. many how many Jeez. kids were involved in that. But Wow. Yeah. Now, the Chicago Marathon has added non-binary, a non-binary category mm. to the marathon. But non-binary runners say that's not enough. Okay. For the first time ever, runners in the Bank of America Chicago Marathon will be able to compete in a non-binary category. Good. That, that That's a term that refers to people who identify as neither male nor female. So you have your own group. Yeah. One of the world's most prestigious marathon races is no longer limiting participants to the gender categories of old, male and female. Yeah, that's old school. Man. But now you got the non-binary thing, so you can compete under a whole different classification. At the end of the day, we don't want people showing up being misgendered, having a negative experience. No one is advocating for that, <laughs> according to marathon consultant Jake Fedorowski. Uh, currently, fewer than 100 runners among the more than 40,000 registered to participate are competing in the non-binary category. <laughs> okay, so look. So your you odds are a little bit little better, bit better right? in the non-binary. I think that's the category I'd be in if I were to run in this race. Okay, all yeah. right, yeah. I'm non-binary. Yeah, that's me. I consider myself neither male nor female. So that should be enough, right? <laughs> we gave you your own category. Now right. be happy. 
but they're not. Okay. Uh, for non-binary runner Cal Kalamia, they're not going far enough. Mm-hmm. Kalamia described the development as exciting, but he criticized marathon officials for not making a public announcement recognizing the non-binary category. Uh, Kalamia also, well, I mean, we, we're announcing it here, so yeah, it must be made public. Right. <laughs> he also condemned officials for not providing non-binary runners with a monetary prize. There it is. A finish line ribbon. There we go. Or an elite category. Oh, shut Just gut check. Oh. Stop. Please. Okay, so wait. You've got to be non-binary and now elite. You're So you're non-binary, and then you've got nine non-binary elite. It's all about the dollar signs, man. Personally, it feels hurtful because oh. it feels performative or brushed under the rug because... It really is a big deal, Kalamia uh, said. Wait, is this Kalamia, cat? Is this from boy to girl or girl to boy? Do we know? I don't know if it says. Because if it's from boy to girl, uh, then it's been a successful transition. Right. If it's from girl to boy, you still got a ways to go if you're hurt by this. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Well, he's non-binary, so he's neither male nor female. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I don't want to put him in a box. Yeah, don't do that. While we're excited to introduce the non-binary division, we recognize the opportunity for continued dialogue, learning, and progress with our event, according to uh, the officials for the marathon. Discussions are ongoing with non-binary participants and leaders within our sport to work together towards our goal of creating a more inclusive event experience. That means we're waiting to see how organized they are and if they're going to protest out front and give us bad pub. Yeah. Yeah, and we're going to have to provide prize money for them. And it's going to have to be equal to the boys and girls, right? How, wait, how many people are in the Chicago Marathon? 40,000. 40,000. So let's just say, let's just, just for argument's sake, it's 20,000 women competing against each other, 20,000 dudes competing against each other for this top prize money. Mm-hmm. And this is less than 100 and they want mm-hmm. the same deal? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I know. No, we'll give you a ribbon, right? That's what we said. We'll give you an extra T-shirt, maybe. Uh, A ribbon and a T-shirt. I'm fine with that. And and we'll scribble. We'll, we'll like, we'll just write um, uh, gender nonspecific above champ. And then we'll the non-binary champion yeah. of the Chicago Marathon. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Martin, you got that extra thick Sharpie in there? Yeah, just... Bring it in here during the break, and we'll scribble it out on the shirt and make it official. <laughs> we're not so giving let's use you brain cells before we post things on the internet. Yes, mm-hmm. thanks. We're not giving you the prize. That's all this is about. It's crazy. It's absolutely no outrageous. prize money for you. Stop. <laughs> I'll bet they cave. I'll bet you they cave. Well, that's what they're saying. They're in what dialogue right now. Yeah, they're in dialogue, which yeah. means. Yeah, we're finding out how serious they are and how mm-hmm. much they want, and we're going to cave into all of it. We're going to give them. The ribbon we're gonna give them the elite category we're gonna give them the prize money uh and then hopefully they'll get off our backs i don't know they probably they'll probably not be happy even after they cave to every every demand that's made they never are they're, they're never this never goes away and when will people realize that it never goes away <laughs> it's not gonna be enough so good luck with that uh, good luck with that I don't know that I would even want to run through the streets of Chicago, though. Yeah, no, thank you. Who comes out ahead in this? Uh, The gangs who are shooting at you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
But, you know, it's it's a lot like USA Soccer caved in to the women. I mean, they don't make the kind of money to warrant receiving the same salary as the men. It's just a fact of life. When the money is commensurate with the men, then we'll pay you the same. But no, um, despite the fact that it's, I don't know, 10 or 20 times as much that the men, the revenue from the men than the mm-hmm. women, they still caved and gave them the same. So. Good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Everybody just caves in. Nobody nobody has the giblets anymore to just say, you know what? No, we're not going to do that. You know what? There's a hundred of of you non-binaries. We're not, there's no prize money there. Sorry. Yeah. No. You're lucky we're even getting the Sharpie out for your t-shirt. Right. You want the, you want the prize money? Either compete against the men or the women. Period. No, don't, yeah, but don't let the dudes But not the dudes competing. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, there's so much sad. there, isn't no, there? It's you just... can't win. You can't win for losing on this. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. There's a video going around of a police officer who helps Mm. Um, to re, uh, a, re, a return of someone who is apparently... Oh, this is pretty serious. Maybe we'll save that for later. Okay. We'll save that for tomorrow because uh, I don't want to get into something really uh, tragic right now. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're about to head down the hall. I think you've got something mm. else going on uh, today, huh? Uh-huh. Wow. Do we uh, do we know where Stu went? I bet he's in mourning because the Blue Jays blew an 8-1 to one lead in their uh, playoff game, and now they're eliminated Are, by the Mariners. Oh, they got eliminated completely? So it's Astros-Mariners. Yes. All right. Yeah, so it's Astros-Mariners, Indians-Yankees. I'm sorry. Guardians. Oh, what? Yeah, Guardians. Oh, my. Guardians-Yankees. Wow. wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? What kind of hatred was... What did you call them? I don't know. What did you call Cleveland? Uh, did you... <laughs> The Cleveland Did you Native just Amer- about yeah. call them the, the, the Cleveland Amer- Indians? Native Americans. Oh, my. The Cleveland Native Americans. Wow. Sorry, the Indians. <laughs> I mean, Guardians. I the actually, Guardi- it's I so stupid. I heard the, the Guardians won their series against the And I'm like, the Guardians? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Isn't that it fun? It sounds so mm-hmm. stupid. Yep. So And fake. Yeah. And the then that's Guardians. the American League. Yes. So Guardians, Yankees, uh, Astros, Mariners. Okay. And the National League uh, features the Phillies and Braves and the Dodgers versus the Padres. Uh, the Mets had won 100 games, or 101 games, actually, I think. Yeah, 101. And, uh, and lost. They're already done. Wow. The Mets, man. I'm so sure I'm, glad I'm not a Mets They were fan. in first all season long Jeez. until two days. Next to the last game of the season, the Braves pulled ahead. That's why the Braves mm. got the first round by and the Mets had to do that wild card series. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Oh, well. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow.